Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood. It was created in our kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, and it all started with a simple idea. What began as Laird's secret for long-lasting energy on the waves is now Laird Superfood, offering a full range of delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and more. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 and save 20% on your first order. First strike, first look right here on Visa. And I'm your host, Dave Ross. Going to break down UFC fight night coming up this Saturday night right here in Las Vegas at UFC Apex. Amanda Limos is going to get a shot at a very big name at 115 pounds in the form of Jessica Andrade. Here to help me break down this card and take a look at some of the numbers we're seeing here in a first look before we get to the weekend as a man who puts up those numbers at Circus Sportsbook. Nick Kalikas, you can follow him on Twitter as I do, at fight odds. Nick, great to have you back on first look here as we take a look here about five days before we get to the Saturday card. And let's talk about the main event here very quickly with Lemos against Andrade, because Nick, I'm always curious how you set these numbers early. And I know you you take into account when somebody like Andrade comes back down to 115 pounds, formerly up there uh, at 125 against Lemos here in a battle of Brazilians. I'm seeing right now about the dollar eighty, pretty much market wide here. What do you have at circa? And have you seen any money come in early once you set those initial lines? Our line at circa opened at minus one sixty. It was a little bit lower than uh, most of the market. The market opened around minus two hundred, I believe, out there. And, and the action early on in most places came in on the dog Lemos. But for us, we got hit on Andrage, the favorite at minus one sixty. Now we're up to minus one seventy. Wasn't anything crazy or significant sharp action. As of note yet, um, I'm expecting more of the sharp action to come in on fight day, believe it or not, more so than anything else. I think people are waiting to see where this line's kind of going to float by then, maybe after the weigh-ins as well. Like you mentioned, Andrade is dropping down to 115 again. I think she's not going to have an issue probably with the weight cut, but again, how they look on the scales and get a little bit more information leading up to uh, you know the fight day or whatnot. I think a lot of people are going to wait, and we're going to get a lot of action on the day of the fight. You know what's so interesting too, Nick, as you and I talk each and every week on First Strike, and here we are on a Tuesday, and, and some of the other uh, bookmakers that I talked to across town here in Las Vegas, is I'm stunned. Like last week was a quote-unquote smaller card. Turned out to still be very, very exciting. Coming on the heels of UFC 273, we got a couple more weeks to go before we get to UFC 274. But I'm being told that UFC wagering, they're starting to see more and more action come in earlier in the weeks to the point where now it's almost like, yeah, this feels like a smaller card than, than maybe what we want, uh, but you can't get the best cards each and every week. But it seems like UFC now, as far as in, in, in the, in the bookmaking market, not only is it here to stay, but it's starting to thrive. Are you even seeing that on smaller cards like this weekend's card that people, yeah, you might see a lot of action uh, on the window on, on Saturday, but they're being more well-received than maybe in years past. Absolutely. We're seeing that. And I love it. I mean, that's very accurate. Very true. We like on Tuesday, Wednesday, we're getting over the counter requests for way above limits um, that our posted limits are and our posted limits at Circa, as most people know, are very fair. 
to begin with. So we do overextend uh, on some of the limits when people request it and we can do it. We go ahead and do what we can for sure. So we are seeing some sharp action earlier than we come in. And like I said, over the limit, over counter bets, um, that's more significant than people realize sometimes. And it is picking up and it's kind of becoming a trend. I think a lot of sharps out there, if they see a number and they get a place that they can get down a decent amount, they're going to take it early, right? Because they know the line's going to fly one way or the other. So that's what they're doing. They're coming in, and they're finding a spot, putting their money down, trying to see as much as they could possibly get. And once they're content, then obviously they move on, and the market kind of you know reflects that or whatnot as well. So we are definitely seeing the action pick up along the week as well as fight day. Of course, fight day, but we're getting more recreational action, and we're still getting a lot of sharps coming in on fight day as well. But you're absolutely 100% correct that the sport is getting to the point where we're getting action earlier in the week, no doubt. It's absolutely fascinating. And again, and this is the reason why we do something like First Look here for First Strike on VEASAN, because we want to tell you about these numbers on Tuesday and what Nick has over there at Circa. Certainly shop around, too, wherever you might be here in Nevada. But that's the point. These numbers are going to be out there, but they're going to change. And we see it each and every week in the UFC where some fighters absolutely get steamed up. And that number you could add early in the week is long gone come fight day. Back to that main event here, potentially five rounds at 115 pounds between Lemus and, and Andrade here. And I'm seeing now the over-under set right around three and a half here. The over plus a dollar five I'm seeing in some places. The under slightly juiced minus 135. What do you have there at Circa today? And where do you expect the money to come in here? Well, it's total Tuesday for us at Circa. So most of the time our totals do pop up on uh, Tuesday. So they'll be up later this afternoon. But market-wide, what I'm seeing out there is people are coming, coming in on the under right now. It's three and a half under. It looks like minus 150 or so. I don't think this fight is going to hit the scorecards, honestly. So I'm favoring the under as well. I'll probably add a little bit of chalk to that juice on the under because, again, there's just too much firepower here for this fight, I think, to hit the scorecards, especially untested, sort of speak, for, for the Limo side, right? We know Adraj can make it to the cards. We know she, she has the cardio and she has the ability to make it five rounds. But there's a lot of question marks on the Limo side. But that being said, She's so dangerous early on in the fights as well. She has a lot of finishing ability, a lot of finishing power. So I'd expect a finish either way here as the fight progresses a little bit. I think the earlier if fight kind of favors Lemos on that end, and as the fight progresses a little bit, probably favors Andrade, believe it or not, in, as far as the finish goes. So for me, I'm looking at the under three and a half, and I think there's a little bit of value still around minus 150. So we will go up with a higher market than uh, what's out there right now. Yeah, Battle of Brazil, it should be a really good main event there. I do kind of look deeper on the card, too, and see another fight that, that gets my attention. That's Macy Barber. Uh, we have her return against Montana De La Rosa. And De La Rosa, for those that don't know, she's a tough out here. And I'm seeing, again, Macy Barber, some places up up as high as a $2 favorite, but mostly around $1.90, $1.85 that we're seeing there. What do you expect the action to come in for, for this women's fight here in two fighters, one certainly in Barber, who had a lot of hype when she came into the UFC? Yeah, that hype kind of got derailed a little bit with her performances in the Octagon, unfortunately. You know, she was trying to become the youngest UFC champion ever, Macy Barber, I'm, I'm talking about, obviously. So mm -hmm. it just didn't work out quite that well for her. But again, she's still very young. I think she's 23, 24 years old, and she continues to improve, I think. So this is a good matchup for her, and I think it's a dangerous one to the point where what you're mentioning with the De La Rosa side, because she wants to get this fight to the ground, and she has that outstanding ground game. She's got the wrestling, and obviously in the past, so far, what we've seen, Barber's kryptonite, it kind of has been the wrestling. So this is a good test for her, and I think she is a rightful favorite, though, because if she can stuff those takedowns on the feet, she has a huge advantage. I mean, talk about power on the feet. 
Barbara definitely has it. She starts picking the pace up in round two and round three. Kind of a slow starter in most cases. So this, again, is going to be an intriguing fight. We are seeing two-way action. Right now, we got early action on the Barber side, so it kind of floated the line up a little bit. But I'm expecting the dog action to come back for sure on De La Rosa. Because, again, styles make fights, and stylistically, this is a really capable fight for De La Rosa to pull off the win. I just think that as the fight progresses, it's going to be a tough fight for her. Yeah, no question about it. And again, they they are expecting this fight potentially to go to the score, scores card here in a potential three-round matchup. The over right now, two and a half, we're seeing market wide around minus two fifty. The under solid juice coming back there. You or you can get it at plus a dollar ninety if you think somebody could get that finish. But again, you would think De La Rosa would try to get the finish on the ground. Barber would like to keep this thing standing, see if she can get a knockout or TKO. Uh, let's go to the co-main event of the evening here, and you got the Carpenter from Chicago, Clay Guida, back in the mix against Claudio. And this is an interesting line for me because I'm seeing Guida as a small favorite here, minus $1.15, Puelas here, minus 105. Uh, Nick, do you expect this number to move dramatically before we get to fight night? Puelas is going to become the favorite. Uh, and across the market in most places, he is right now, minus 115, minus 120 out there. And we are receiving sharp action on the Puelo side. So I would be surprised if Guida goes off the board as a favorite anywhere. I think the line will eventually flip. Um, the places that do have Guida still favored. So if you guys are trying to get in on an early line move, I think it's going to continue to go Puelas' way. Like I said, we've seen the sharp action already come in on that side. And I think, again, what we've seen as far as the improvements go from both guys, Guida's been around for so long. He's such a good fighter. You know what you're getting with him. I mean, he could still perform at a high level, even though he's been around for such a long time. He's just a quality fighter. But you're talking about a young gun that's improving, and this is a good test for him as well. He gets a win over Guida. Man, the sky's the limit for a guy like Puelas. He'll definitely take that next step up. And again, potentially three-round fight here. The over two and a half rounds, minus a dollar eighty-five. The under plus value at plus a dollar fifty. So again, the way Clay Guida, his style, you would think he's going to try to extend this fight, get in that cardio, and use that wrestling. So it could be a very intriguing matchup there. Uh, Landon Veneta is going to take on Charles Jordan, and this could be a very easy, sneaky fight of the night potential here. Jordan, right now, we're seeing a small dollar thirty favorite here what do you make of this matchup and what do you expect it how do you, how do you think this one might play out come saturday well we're getting a, a two-way sharp action on this fight for sure i mean for me personally i like the veneta side i already got him at plus money plus 15 plus 10s that were out there i try to scoop up uh, personally so again a little bit of a spoiler uh, as far as the side that i'm on here but <laughs> that being said i think jordine is a very capable opponent we're getting some sharp action back on him as well so we have two-way resistance here from sharps and there's a lot of conflicting opinions i just think i mean since the weight drop obviously veneta hasn't veneta hasn't had a lot of fights at the weight class but that being said I still think he's got the ability to put this fight to the ground if he needs to do so. I think the striking on the feet is going to be competitive for sure, but he can definitely hang with Jordan there as well. So I think the style of this fight makes me want to take the plus money on the dog for Veneta. And again, right now we're at minus 120. I did have this uh, fight around minus 130, minus 135. We did get some sharp action at that price, but now we're getting sharp action back on the dog again, Veneta. So we're at minus 120, even money. That plus money is gone right now on Veneta. But again, by the time it closes, we'll see where it goes because I'm expecting more action to come back in on Jordan as well. You know, Nick, it's so interesting because you and I talk each and every week, and I feel like we've seen for the majority in co-main, main events, title fights, $4, $5, $6 favorites. Those top four fights we just talked about, you're hard-pressed to find a $2 favorite. I mean, the biggest fave on the board right now would be Macy Barber uh, that I'm seeing out there. Is this kind of the way you like it when you set those numbers, knowing that at these smaller price tags, at least there's not a huge variance, that you're going to get a lot more two-way action? 
Yeah, I love it. I mean, it's funny that you mentioned this because we were just talking about this in the office the other day with the difference between like some, maybe some tennis lines, you know, some money line sports, basically the boxing. A lot of times you get some chalky, chalky favorites if you look at the boards. I mean, it's very difficult to kind of navigate and bet those sports. With the UFC, we've seen it time and time again. These cards are put together so competitive, so well matched that most more times than not, you're seeing, like you said, lines that are under minus 200. So it's a better friendly card, meaning that a lot of people don't have to lay crazy juice on a lot of these cards. Like you said, there's only a couple spots that are real, relatively high in this card and most of the time we don't even see that so yeah anything that's two to one or under very competitive competitive very bettable fights and i love it and we see that more times than not with the ufc and i think that trend is going to continue because again you're just getting quality matchups quality fights and, and good matchmaking for sure from the ufc uh, i gotta bring this up from last saturday's main event uh when we had vincente luke taking on Bilal muhammad and i follow you on twitter and everybody should follow you at fight odds and you are doing the in-round live uh, odds updates as the fight's progressing. And remember, for those that might forget, Luke was, what, about a seventy favorite uh, when I think when we got to uh, to the actual fight Saturday night. And then Bilal Muhammad goes out, wins the first two rounds relatively easily. And, Nick, if I'm not mistaken, did you get it as high as Bilal Muhammad minus 1,000 before that third round when Luke looked like he almost got a knockout or was or might have been headed for a comeback victory in that third round? Yeah, it was actually after uh, round two, the line was Muhammad minus 285. And then, um, let me see, after round three, we did have uh, Luke back at minus 160. So the swings in that live betting were ridiculous. It was kind of fun. It was kind of intriguing for sure because, again, you just – you didn't know who was going to win the fight. Obviously, Muhammad's <laughs> game plan, he deserved to win on the scorecards. And I, I kind of figured that's the way he was going to go. Most of us did, right? If he was going to win the fight, it had to be with the right. takedowns and grinding style. But, again, Luke, it's just so dangerous when the fight's upright, right? And, I mean, he hurt Muhammad for sure. Like you said, he could have possibly finished. It was close, but it wasn't the case, and Muhammad toughed it out. So, yeah, there was a lot of swings in that fight for sure. That's why the beautiful thing about live in-game betting, man, I mean, you could definitely earn a scalp. You know, I mean, you could take one side one round, then jump back, look at the number, and you can earn free money, right, scalping yourselves and right. having a nice little earn there for sure either way because the, the lines do move that drastically. And you've got literally 60 seconds to get those wagers in. So uh, you're you're putting those out there. They are there. Uh, certainly if you have the, the Circa app like I do, I see that and I follow you on Twitter. And it's just so intriguing. You're like, my goodness, the variance from round to round in some of these fights. If you're watching them and you think you might have a live dog, to your point, and you had the other side, maybe you can lock in some profit. Uh, always good advice from Nick Kalikas. Nick, appreciate the time. As always, again, follow him at Fight Odds. And Nick, tell the people uh, what you do on ESPN for On the Line because I know for the big, the big fights and the big cards, you guys really do a great show getting the people fired up for the fights. Yeah, we're going to have one actually for the, the next card, the font. Um, the font in, um, my goodness, I'm uh, slipping uh, up right Vera. now with the yeah, there we go. Against Mark, Vera, yeah. Vera and, uh, and Font, yeah. So Rob Font Vera, we are going to do a UFC on the line for that uh, card, and then we're going to do, of course, UFC 274, the pay per view, and that's available on UFC Fight Pass. I mean, we cover everything, like similar, obviously, to all the gambling shows out there, but we take it to a different level. And of course, with the UFC backing us, um, it's pretty cool, man. I mean, we always try to put some new tricks and, and whatnot into the show as well. It's pretty fun. It's myself, Yanni the Greek, and of course, Brendan Fitzgerald. And again, we give our best bets, prop bets. We break down all the best betting aspects of the card. So it's pretty fun. It's picking up a lot of steam right now. So make sure you guys check it out. It's available again, probably two times a month on UFC Fight Pass. So UFCFightPass.com is the place to go. 
got to check it out. Great information and certainly to get you ready and the best numbers you can get before you make those wagers on a particular fight card. Nick, always appreciate the time, my friend. Can't wait to chop it up with you on Friday for First Strike. But again, First Strike, First Look, take a look at those numbers now and lock in a good price if you can find it. We'll see you on Friday for First Strike right here on VC. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.